Hi, I'm Dr. Brad Wolf. This is Living Max Health. And we have with us today, we have Andy Handel. Handel? Yeah, Handel, Handel. yep. <laughs> there you go. Um, from CrossFit Charlotte. Um, I first got introduced to CrossFit through my son, my now 16-year-old son, who has been coming here to CrossFit Charlotte to uh, work out. He had some issues with his self-esteem and the way that his body looked and he was getting picked on by kids and so you know he wanted to change his body and so it's been really helpful for him and I wanted to invite Andy in this conversation because there are a lot of people including myself who didn't really know so much about CrossFit and so I'm wanting to bring that to their awareness and also show them some things about CrossFit sometimes people are afraid and I would say that you know likelihood that CrossFit's not for everybody but if it is for you um, it's an excellent workout, and so uh, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you, Dr. Brad. I appreciate being here and uh, listening to some of my comments today. Absolutely. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about your, you know, growing up, you know, were you athletic, were you into sports, um, and kind of how that led into where you are now. Yeah, um, God, I probably, um, my first sport, uh, I started playing about nine years old. Uh, I played football, so I'm kind of a... Uh, kind of a knucklehead, so to speak, I guess. Uh, and what turned me on getting to beat it, up on the well, field. Well, what turned me on about it so much was getting hit. So, and then, uh, but obviously, football is about getting hit, but it's also kind of hitting other people too. But obviously, within the rules of the game. So, at a very young age, uh, football was a, a very uh, big part of my life. I played it all the way through the professional level. And uh, from there, I went on to uh, coaching uh, collegiate football. So I coached uh, collegiate football for about 13 years. I, I came here to Charlotte at, uh, at one point to uh, coach high school football. And then and back about 2006, I started the CrossFit gym. Got it. So what position did you play playing football? So I was a linebacker. Well, um, I ended up being a linebacker, but through high school, um, I was a quarterback. So I was a quarterback, defensive back. Uh, I got at the college level and, and I was actually a walk-on. I was a walk-on at North Carolina State. And uh, I wasn't good enough to be a quarterback. I wasn't fast enough to be a de defensive back. But again, I go back to my history. I love to hit and get hit. So uh, linebacker seemed to be a, a pretty good, uh, pretty good spot for me. Um, I probably went to college. I was weighing maybe out of high school 190 pounds. And I think by the last year, my senior year at North Carolina State, I was about 220. Wow. So, you yeah. know, so I contribute a lot to the weight room. Uh, I think so. You were um, lifting weights at that particular time. Yeah, actually, uh, I grew up in the, in high school in the mid '70s, and that's when the, uh, a piece of equipment called Nautilus was around. Sure. And uh, so that Nautilus. was around, and it had this little circuit, and man, I loved it. I did it in high school. It was great at the time, and but I didn't really much uh, lift a lot of free weights. So when I went to North Carolina State, which is coming all the way from Rochester, New York, was the first time I started lifting free weights, and um, so. And which is interesting because when you get into the CrossFit, uh, we do use the barbell as one of our, our weightlifting exercises. So people that are a little bit more familiar with the barbell tend to make this transition a little bit quicker, but you don't have to have any, you know, you don't have to have any experience with a barbell to do, to do lacrosse. Sure. Or, uh, CrossFit. Oh, going back for a moment, when you were playing football, did you have any history of injuries? Did you learn some things along the way where you're like, okay, if, if I had done this differently, we were just talking a moment ago about mm -hmm. how I ran a marathon in 92 and I ended up injuring my knee and having certain problems. Mm -hmm. And so what did you learn along the way that maybe didn't work for you and then was a catalyst for you to be able to move into something new? 
Um, I, I think uh, my injuries in, in playing sports um, weren't contributed to a fitness program, so to speak. I think when I was, uh, uh, when I was 12 years old, um, I was a baseball pitcher. Uh, we, I was a quarterback throwing the football. Uh, we used to have apple wars, you know, take apples out of the trees and we try to hit each other with apples. And it was crazy growing up. But I actually separated my growth plates in my right arm on my throwing arm. So that was probably my first injury. And I actually didn't play. Uh, I didn't play that year. I didn't play my, my what would be like my third year of playing football at the, at the peewee level or the, you know, the younger levels. And uh, so that would be my first injury. But again, it's, I mean, who's lifting weights at 12 years old? Back in 1976. Well, at that time, they were telling people not to lift weights. Oh, so it's yeah. It's going to stunt, stunt your growth sure. gonna, yep. and whatnot. And, yeah. And, and so, so you, you had, had a couple of injuries. How did that affect your performance going forward? So you went and you played college football. Um, but did you have some of those injuries that kind of stayed with you? Um, you know, uh, the arm obviously healed up. I think uh, one time that the next injury I had was I didn't really have many injuries in high school. I really didn't. Um, I thought that, uh, you know, the Nautilus, all that stuff kept me very, very healthy and fit and strong to be able to play the sport. Uh, my next injury, I had broken an ankle playing lacrosse during the summer year in college. You know, and I hadn't earned a scholarship yet. So was I, it the right ankle? Yeah, no, yeah, no. It was actually my left ankle. Everything was happening to my left side. It was really funny. And, um, but I've had my injuries. I've had injuries I, when I played in the NFL. I, uh, I, I put my forearm through a face mask. So this face mask hit me in the forearm and kind of a spiral fracture, things like that. So I think doing the sport itself created the injuries. Um, the only way it really affected my way of working out is you just have to modify things until you're ready to continue with the way you used to do things. Sure. So it didn't, yeah. You know, I've, I worked on a bunch of the Panthers. I worked on some of the Redskins when I lived up in Washington. And, and it's not uncommon for, uh, especially professional football players, to have really serious injuries. Uh, you know, to yeah. have to have surgery. Mm -hmm. I had a guy who played eight years of NFL and he had surgery on his neck. And, you know, so again, to be able to do things in your life that actually protect your body because we've only got one body. And, sure. And for yep. a lot of these guys, their body's breaking yeah. down before it should. And so absolutely. Um, tell us a little bit about how you kind of came into CrossFit and maybe what that's done for you in terms of preserving your own body. So in, in CrossFit, um, I'm a big believer in, in improving human movement. So when people first come into CrossFit, it's, it's not about how much stuff I can lift off the ground, how much stuff I can put over my head, or how much I can put on my back and squat it. It's really not about that. It's about improving your movement. So you brought in the idea of you know, college athletes, high school athletes, and, and pro athletes, and, and especially at the pro level. It's being able to sign that next contract is, is so important. And these are, always, these are already the top athletes in the world in any professional sport. These are the best of the best of the best. So I still can make them stronger. I can still make them better with CrossFit. But the most important thing is, is preserving the movement. So that's how I use CrossFit. I've had a couple of NFL players that I couldn't even make an NFL team. And they were just, they were great barbell lifters. And I said, well, you're missing a couple of things here. First of all, the barbell can't go on the football field with you. So no matter how good you are with that barbell, you can't take it with you, right? right? It's everything in professional sports is about your body and space. So it's really nice about CrossFit is that we just don't lift weights, 
we incorporate other modalities such as gymnastic skills. Because that's really what football is. It's a, it's, a, it's a showing of gymnastic skills. It's your body in space. So, so talk a little bit about, so coming into CrossFit, how old were you when you first started, when you first got introduced to CrossFit? Um, you know, it's interesting, it was back in 2006, so I was 45 years old, and um, I think, you know, going back into, you know, into um, injuries, I, and I had a couple of stress fractures in my lower back, to get back to that, because I, I know you're being a, you know, a chiropractor, we talk about the back, and I have a, a plate, four screws, and a fusion in my lower back, but these were um, some injuries I had. I probably accumulated in uh, in football over the years, and um, that's and that's uh, one of my injuries. Uh, before that was where it slipped. So I've I've had some issues with some injuries, especially with my lower back. So it kind of gets you to think about that a little bit and, and a chiropractor. But um, and um, so but anyways, you, so it you just got doesn't. In 2006. Yeah. And so you was it somebody who came to you and they said you should do this or. So you heard something. Right. So here's the interesting. So I was, I was teaching at Providence Day School at the time. And I was an assistant football coach. I was a defensive coordinator. And, uh, but I also did the PE program. So I talked to my PE teacher and I said, hey, look, I, there's this really cool program out there. Okay. And this is during, like, I mean, CrossFit hasn't really been hit mainstream yet. And I told this PE director, I said, look, we're in PE class and it's this old traditional, you know, sports workout and all this and that. But I think uh, CrossFit... Uh, brings a more comprehensive program that incorporates more than just lifting weights. It's about fitness and health because nutrition is a, is a huge part of CrossFit. So when I was at Providence Day School, I actually went to California because it started uh, in Santa Cruz, California. That's where the only box was at the time, and I did a seminar. Do you remember hearing about it for the first time? Yeah, I, I had a guy downstairs. He was, in the, he was in the lower school PE, and his brother was in Colorado. He says, Andy, come watch this film. Because CrossFit went viral probably in 2003. So CrossFit started posting their workouts for free on the internet. So these, these workouts would be posted every day. And anybody who wanted to do them around the world, whoever had a computer, you can look up the workout and you could do the workout. So that's how it was at the very beginning. So I, I went all the way to uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, to do what, quote unquote, like your first CrossFit workout. So we drove all the way there. We worked out all day, and it was it was like, wow, because I remember this because when I was coaching at, at Western Kentucky University, I was a defensive coordinator, but we had to wear a couple of hats. So I also kind of spearheaded the weightlifting program. So I already had some familiarity with these type of workouts, and I used it, you know, at Western Kentucky University with football players. Wow. So you started in that, and then you you ended up starting this gym in 2006. Correct. You said? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So there was, it was, sounds like there was a pretty short. You got into it, and then you were like, "I want to do this too." Yeah. So it was, um, you know, I was at Providence Day School for five years, and uh, ready to kind of move on a little bit. And uh, it's it's the first time I've ever done a, my own business. So I've never been this entrepreneur before. You know, I've always gotten a paycheck from a university, from a high school or something like that. Sure. So it was a little scary. I tell people to this day, I look at, I started my CrossFit on an unemployment check in a home equity line of credit. <laughs> and they're like, no, I mean, it's like, you know, now these, these, you know, these CrossFit gyms are, you know, being, uh, you know, funded by somebody who has some deep pockets because you can just look around this room right here and it's you know it's a good it's amount of equipment cheap. right here it's yeah, not cheap absolutely so you know you start small and you get big that's the way it works very good 
So in your own in your own life, so you do CrossFit every day. You do CrossFit five days a week. What's what's typical for you? So CrossFit, um, you know, it definitely can. Um, I mean, you can definitely work out every day. I mean, the body can do that. I, I think this thing called periodization, I think some days are harder than others. Some days are longer or shorter than others. So it's all types of ways to do it. Um, CrossFit's um, first type of periodization program was kind of like three days on, one day off, three days on, one day off. And, and the way that you would explain it is, you know, day one, you're, you know, you're ready to go, you're gung-ho, it's coming back from that rest day. Uh, the second day, you start getting a little tired, but you get through it. It's the second day, no big deal. And then you get to this third day, and you're kind of run down from the two previous days. And they say the only thing that gets you through the third day is knowing that the fourth day you got it off. <laughs> so that was kind of. But, in, but within those three days, you know, CrossFit is, uh, you know, we we're, we're very um, things are different all the time. So you think about in CrossFit, you know, we change our rep schemes, we change our load scheme, we change our time domains. So everything's changing within those three three days. So that's what kind of keeps you going also. Sure. So what have you noticed like in, in being in business here? I see all sorts of different types of people. So my 16-year-old son comes here. There are women that come. You know, I, my, my wife really likes a workout called uh, like more of a bar type of class. Mm -hmm. Sure. Okay? Just, you know, people like different types of exercise. Right. And Absolutely. So what type of person, what are they really interested in? What's the, you know, I know for guys, it's like we want bigger muscles or we want to have better <laughs> physique. Yeah. Um, they're not necessarily thinking about preserving their yeah. body. They're really thinking about how do I look in the mirror? Sure. Um, and yeah. so talk maybe a well, little bit about that. Yeah, you know, I don't, I, don't think, I don't think, you know, guys have a corner on that of looking good. I think fem females <laughs> right. want to look good too, probably sure. a little bit. Don't necessarily and, want to have guns, though. You know, there's an old saying here in CrossFit, you know, we're not vain, but damn, we sure look good. <laughs> right? Right. So, um, but again, uh, CrossFit is this, um, you know, it's not this, it's not this big, bulky type of lifting program, okay? And again, it's, we work with three different domains. Think about monostructural skills. So that's like running, rowing, biking. Uh, if we had a pool, we'd be swimming a little bit more. So think about something that's very repetition. You yourself, a marathon runner, you understand the repetition of running. Uh, so that's kind of how we measure that. And then we have gymnastic skills, and then we have weightlifting. So it's just not weightlifting. Uh, weightlifting, think of that as an external object on the body. Gymnastic skills are just your own body in space. So we mix and match these three modalities in different ways through those three days or those five days or seven days, whatever it may be for you. And, um, and it, it helps you reach whatever goal you want to achieve. Some people, it's about putting more weight on. Well, yeah, you're going to have to work out. You're going to have to increase your calorie intake, things like that. Uh, you have people that want to lean out. It's the same program. You know what I mean? Some people want to look good. Some people want to lower their triglycerides. Some people want to have their higher HDL, lower LDL. So whatever your goals are, our methodology of fitness, of working out, you can achieve those goals. Got it. Wow. Yeah. So when I was, I remember I was probably 12 or 13 years old and we were doing physical education and they were having people do pull-ups. Right. And I was always really upper body weak, you know, sure. I couldn't do it. And yeah. there's this guy named Ryan and he was just pounding out the, right. the pull-ups. Right. And I'm looking at him like, I want to yeah. do that. But, yeah. you know, some things are harder for people than others. And it, so even, even now when I've come to these CrossFit classes, you know, for me, pull-ups is not mm -hmm. an easy thing to do. Mm -hmm. I tend to, to feel like I've got a heavier lower body and my upper body is not quite as strong. So how does somebody achieve 
is it just repetition? Is there a strategy for that? So what, what, what CrossFit tries to do is we're not, I'm not here as a coach to keep working on your strengths. Okay, you already know what your strengths are. This program isn't about your strengths, it's really about your weaknesses. Because actually your weaknesses are, pre are, are preventing you from even being better at your strengths. Okay, I don't want to water down your strength, but I want you to get better at your weaknesses. So let's say pull-ups is one of your weaknesses. Every girl that's in here, it starts off as one of their weaknesses. Every, you know, half the guys do, because a lot of people that come in here, if they are, especially athletes in high school and college, I mean, think about, especially in power sports, like football and volleyball and soccer and all those sports, where's most, where's most of your body mass? Right. You know what I mean? It's from the chest down. I mean, your upper body, you don't really do it that much because you're using your legs so much. So pull-ups become uh, very difficult. But it is, um, it is the uh, staple of upper body strength. It really is. I mean, we grew up thinking it was the bench press. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's, it's probably the pull-up. But what we do when people first come in here and they, have, they don't have a pull-up, all right, we, we have a protocol set up for them to reach their first pull-up in the near distant future, okay? And, but then I get a lot of people say, hey, when am I gonna get my first pull-up? And I say, I said, you're gonna know before me, because, <laughs> you know what I mean? Have you been practicing your pull Have you right. been practicing these progressions to get your first pull-up? Right. So right. we do. We're, here we expose weaknesses, and we get people to confront those weaknesses, whatever it may be. Maybe it's running, you know, maybe it's, uh, you know, maybe it's the pull-up. You know, maybe it's a handstand push-up. Uh, maybe it's you know, whatever it may be, a box jump, whatever it may be. Right. Yep. And that's probably a really exciting uh, thing when somebody does their first pull-up. Oh, yeah. You know, there's tr tremendous amount of camaraderie in the space, yeah. which is really awesome, too. Because, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes people, and I know I go into the gym and I'm lifting weights, and nobody's talking to each other. And so in an environment where people can actually come, they can work out, they get support from the people around. I've even done partner workouts with my son. And so that's really, really positive. So what would a typical uh, workout day look like? You talked about wads. So explain what a wad is yeah. and how can somebody, could somebody do this from home also or do they need to come to a box to be able to do this? Well, let's just start with your last question. Can they do it in a home? It's actually, there are more Right now, there are over 15,000 CrossFit gyms across the world. Wow. Okay, 15,000. I was, this CrossFit Charlotte is actually like the 85th affiliate in the world, 85th. So now there are 15,000 of them. But I'll tell you right now, there are still more people doing this in garage gyms versus these affiliate gyms. So there's a lot of people doing it on their own, okay? And if they have the skill and the know-how, then I'm, I'm sure they're perfectly fine. You know, it's not, it's not gonna be an issue. Um, and your first question again, I got to be sidetracked. So we're talking about that, we're talking about the wads. Oh, the, the workout of the day. Right. So, um, so typically um, we, um, we run our classes either at the top of the hour or at the bottom of the hour, somewhere in there. Like the class is usually structured to be approximately an hour. Sometimes we go a little bit over. Uh, but what we'll do is we'll come in here, we'll meet in front of the, the whiteboard. The whiteboard used to be uh, kind of the magic we used to call it the magical whiteboard before all this you know, technology and Wattify and these, these, these uh, online programs that really help people control their, or write down their data and all that stuff. It used to be the whiteboard. And the whiteboard, we, we think of as putting your name on the board, and when you're done, we uh, put your score up there for all the world to see. And it's not that it's this huge competition with everybody in the gym. It just it holds you more accountable for your workout. When you got to say what your time is, when you got to say what your weight is, 
You know what I mean? You, you feel more accountable. You just can't go hide in a corner somewhere. You know what I mean? And it, do the workout. It, I would say, it, but it, all, it could also be scary for some people. It, it absolutely is. And are, it is. And they're overweight. Yes. And, but to feel yeah. again that, yeah, I feel exposed, right. but I'm getting the support around me. There's no judgment. It's just really about, about helping people to grow. Absolutely. I think the biggest thing in here is people love to see effort. I don't care if you're 200 pounds trying to lose 100 pounds or, or whatever it may be. If you're, uh, you're, you know, Noah trying to just be a little more confident in how you feel. And again, he might, he might not be doing it physically like he's becoming this incredible Hulk all of a sudden, but he's going to carry himself better just because he is stronger. It may not look like it visually, but you don't have to be this incredible Hulk to have strength. Right. You know, there's, there's more to it than just physical size. And, uh, but anyways, to get back, so, so we'll go up to the board and we'll talk about the workout. Hey, this is how we're gonna warm up. This is what we're gonna do. This is why we're doing it. So if we're doing some shoulder therapy stuff, people, I wanna know people will know why they're doing shoulder therapy stuff. Um, and then from there, we'll usually talk about, we'll go into a period where, hey, we might skill and drill some movements. So this is your time to get better at pull-ups. This is your time to get better at the Olympic lifts of a clean and jerk and a snatch. Uh, things like that. And then we'll get into this thing called the wad or the workout of the day. So this is this is where I say this is where everybody's turn. This is where you're able to express yourself. Yes. <laughs> this is where you're. This is where I want you to become comfortable being uncomfortable. This is where I want you to, um, you know, have a little stress. You know, have you know something where you you know you just wow this is hard because if it's it's if it's if you don't if it's not harder than your every what you do normally through the day you're not gonna accomplish some of these things you're trying to accomplish. You know, it's called intensity, and there's a couple of ways of explaining that. But then we'll do the workout, it's like a three, two, one, go. Um, today's workout was what we call an AMRAP, so it's as many rounds as possible. So I give the people a task, and they gotta do that task as many times as they can in 12 minutes. So, and then when you're done, I ask for rounds and reps and all that good stuff. Well, it's like the guy who we were just talking to before, he's doing 100,000 burpees. So if you don't like burpees, this guy's doing 100,000 burpees over the course of the, <laughs> like whatever, yeah. over the course of a year, uh, which you said averages out to 275 burpees a day. That's it's amazing. Crazy. Yeah. That they're raising money for for uh, for charity, and and so people get really into this, and so I, I like that that you know they find some sort of care or some sort of communal support there mm -hmm. to be able to move them forward or motivate them to to move to uh, be in it. Yeah, I, th I think um, you know for. I think you have to be, you, you, you have to in, in, embrace, we call it embracing the suck, so to speak. <laughs> what you know mean? what I mean? Well, it's just like, hey, I'm not very good at this, okay? It's a little bit out of my comfort zone, but I'm going to push myself and get this thing accomplished. Now in here, it's a physical task. That's why we call it a workout. You, you know what I mean? It's a physical task. And and people feel this great sense of accomplishment that there's something they they finished something they thought they could never do. Now we just talked about a 12 minute workout. Sometimes we do workouts. We do this we do this one workout twice a year and we call it the challenge or the uh, uh, the ruck challenge and we have we have another gym 10 miles up the road. We do a workout up there. We ruck, you know, we put a backpack on or we put a weighted vest on and we ruck 10 miles, which is about 3 hours, and we get here and we do another workout. So, 
I mean, it's amazing. We have 40, 50 people do it because these people are like, hey, I've never done anything like that. I don't even know if I can accomplish that. Right. But when it's all said and done, there's like, wow, they're exhausted. But you know, there's just this, you know, there's, there's this deeper feeling inside of accomplishment of doing something you've never thought you could do before. And it's amazing how these physical uh, challenges kind of relate to all our other challenges in life. Right. You know, I always tell everybody, this is going to be the hardest part of your day today. Everything else is easier after today, after this workout. Everything's going to be easier. Whatever you have to do after this, so easy. And it usually is. I mean, people are like, yeah, man, I've got this workout in, boom. Or some people have to work all day, and this is the best part of their day at 7 o'clock at night. You know what I mean? So they wait. They can't wait till 7 o'clock to come and work out because it's, they love doing it. I, I think it's really great. And one of the things that I've found, because uh, one of my areas of specialties is helping people avoid spinal surgery. Okay, I know you had spinal surgery, but there are a lot of people that are positioning themselves to mm -hmm. actually right. go, go down a rabbit hole. Yep. And so one of, one of the elements we talk about is, is about is about strength and stability. So strength and stability, you know, through good, a good structured program like CrossFit, you know, again, I lift weights, I do body mm -hmm. weight exercise, do different things, but to me, it's one of the key elements that the body needs in order to be able to right. maintain health over the course of the life and our joints and our body and our muscles and everything, we're not gonna be like we are you know, 20, 30, 40 mm -hmm. years in the future. Right. You know, and we can go as long as possible. Um, what have you seen in terms of from an aging standpoint? I know that CrossFit's yeah. fairly new. Right. What are we seeing with people who are well, aging or getting up in age um, that are doing CrossFit? Um, what have you seen there? That's an awesome, awesome question. Um, and if you go, if you ever um, in like in a CrossFit seminar and they explain the methodologies of CrossFit, and it's like, what is CrossFit? How do we define fitness? And, and, and one of the ways how we define fitness is increasing our work capacity across broad time and modal domains. What does that mean? So I know, right. So it's like, yeah, yeah, well, what did you just say? Well, I want you to work, I want you to increase your work capacity. So if you can come in here and you can do um, five burpees in a minute, okay, the burpee is the work, right? I want you to do as many burpees as you can in a minute, okay? And you can only do five. Well, now you've been here for three months, six months, one year. Here comes that workout again. I want to see how many burpees you can do in a minute. You knock out 15. So you've, in, you've increased your work capacity of the burpees in one minute from five to 15. You can't do that without being fitter, but here's the other one, without being healthier. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So we have all these, we plot all these different things on a, on a, on a time versus the power output. And um, you know, some workouts, some movements are very short, some movements go out for forever, you know what I mean, or for an hour or something like that. So we're always trying to increase our fitness that way. Now here's the interesting, how does CrossFit explain you know, uh, our health? And that's increasing work capacity across broad time, modal and age domains. So we just add that word age, right? So what does that mean? What does that mean? Right. So it's really interesting. So I was pretty fit if I started at 45 years old. I was pretty fit into in, the average population, right? I'm 57 now, okay? The workouts, so I'm at, a, I'm at a point where I'm not necessarily getting stronger. I'm not necessarily getting my workouts or getting faster or anything like that. Actually, I'm probably losing some time and stuff as getting older, but I'm maintaining that fitness. I'm not losing it. I'm not losing my health and fitness as fast as I would be not doing anything. As we get older, we're going to lose stuff. I mean, there's, you can't, I mean, you can't deny that. We're going to get, I mean, it's just the way we are. I mean, it's the way we're built. 
But you can maintain. Life, I, do, I right. tell my patients, yeah. life is terminal. Right. Nobody gets out yeah. alive. So the fact is, <laughs> if, you, if, yes. you, if you think you're going to get right. out of this, you're not. Right. And so you know what? You're either in oh. it and you're participating in right. it and you're going to do something about it. Or, you know, I see people and it's yeah. like decline, decline, decline. Yeah. They're on more meds. They're having surgeries. Right. They're having all sorts of things. We're trying to avoid this. And so right. part of the whole vision of Living Max Health is... Yeah. How can we live healthier? We can Absolutely. age better. We can protect our bodies. Right. And so, part of the reason why I wanted to have this interview was in this conversation was simply because you know mm -hmm. what people don't know about things. Right. They may not know about CrossFit, and so. So we have a we have an interesting uh, athlete that comes in the morning. We call most of our members athletes because we're all an athlete to some certain extent. We might not be playing on Sunday afternoon at Panther Stadium, but we still have a little bit of athlete in every one of us. So I had this guy named Dicky. He came and see me, and he's already lost like. I don't know, it's like 75, 100 pounds. So just on his own, through diet, and probably not a lot of fitness you know, training, but he, just through diet, he's lost 100 pounds. Well, you kind of get stuck. You're not losing weight anymore. You gotta kind of change things, amp up the volume a little bit, amp up. So he started doing CrossFit, and now, he conti now he's continuing losing weight. You know, but, I have, but, I, but what, what I'm trying to say is, you know, I'm kind of losing a little bit as I get older, but I can take this 65-year-old who, who isn't working out, and I can actually, from age 65, say to age 70, I can actually increase his level of fitness and health. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So from someone that isn't doing anything, it starts at 65, mm -hmm. as he gets older, I can actually make some improvements, especially in just moving. Once we can't get out of the chairs we're sitting in, where else do we go from here? Assisted oh. living, right? Who wants to go in assisted living? No home? way. Right. Take me out back. <laughs> Absolutely. So, and that's what we talk about. Once you, I mean, you can't, and it's amazing, I got uh, Eleanor Rose. Uh, she's uh, 79, 78, 79, and she deadlifts 135. I mean, it's wow. just amazing. You hear that? Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Right. That's and, amazing. and is she getting her doing that? No, she's not, because we, we do things in a, in a way that we have performance points. And again, it's not lifting how much loads we can lift off, off the ground any way we can. No, it's how we lift stuff off the ground in a proper way. Wow. So she has no, she has no chance. If you, if you do the things the way you're supposed to do them, nobody ever gets hurt. So how could somebody, if somebody was interested in, in uh, CrossFit Charlotte or CrossFit, how can somebody learn more about it? How can they find out about where you are? Yeah, I, I, think, I think one of the worst ways to learn about it is, um, I'll start that way first, probably not the best <laughs> way. Well, let me talk about the worst way. To, I think the worst way to go is just go on the internet and just look at stupid stuff about CrossFit. Okay, because there's the naysayers like in anything. Come see me. Come to a box. We call it a no sweat intro. This is where we get to meet each other, kind of look each other in the face. Um, walk you around the place. Try to take the intimidation away. All right. When people walk in here, I mean, this isn't like fitness. Okay. It's, it's not necessarily sparkling clean. You know what I mean? It's, it's not a sea of machines. It's not all these cardio machines. It's a rig. You know, it's some barbells, it's these bikes, you know, everything is done, you know, on your own two feet. So it's intimidating when you first come in. And then, then we talk about your goals. I mean, what are you trying to achieve? And, I, and, and it really doesn't matter. It's just no matter what your goals are, we can achieve them through a CrossFit methodology. Okay, we can achieve that through intensity. And then people ask me what intensity is. Well, it's a couple of things, but the most important for, thing, for you is it's relative. So it's based on your own physical and psychological tolerance. You know what I mean? But get them in here and get them to see the place. Take that, you know, you know, people have heard just as many good things about 
CrossFit probably has bad things, you know? What about the injuries? And you know what? There's 15,000 affiliates around the world. Okay, we didn't get 15,000 affiliates in the world by hurting people. We get there by making people fitter and healthier. And here's an interesting thing. In, in CrossFit, we have most of the fittest athletes in the world already. And then what I wanna do is I want you to come in here and I want you to try a workout. I want to, I want to show you, well, I can't do pull-ups, okay? If you can't do pull-ups, this is what we're going to do for your pull-up part of it, okay? Hey, I can't lift 135 pounds off the ground, okay? Well, you're gonna take this kettlebell over here that weighs 35 pounds and you're gonna do the same thing. You, you know what I mean? So when we make modifications, we still try to maintain the integrity of the movement itself, but we just might have to make some altercations, you know, just move it. So anyway, so you can just see what the, what the workout feels like. Feel like what it's like to work. And it's the community that's the more, most important thing. I don't want to bring somebody in here by themselves. I want them to feel the community. I want them to feel them the camaraderie. I want you to feel the support of the rest of the people in the class. Because they're here for you. It's, it's usually the person that finishes last that gets the loudest claps, so to speak. So how can they contact you here at, at uh, CrossFit Charlotte? What, what is your, yeah. you have a web address, or you have a, what's the best way to contact well, you? Well, CrossFit Charlotte is uh, it's just www.crossfitcharlotte.com. That's and, easy. Right, so <laughs> it's uh, 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 every page on the website, it has a contact number, it has, uh, it, when you get on there, the email comes directly to me. Uh, most people do that, they just write down, hey, you know, I'm thinking about starting CrossFit. And then I email him back, and I says, well, contact me when you're ready. No. <laughs> but that's, that's like one of the famous Somebody will call me up on the phone. Well, I'm thinking about doing CrossFit. I said, well, call me back when you're ready. You know what I mean? Right, so that's right, kind of, right. it's kind of what CrossFit is. I can't, if, I, if I have to talk you into it, right, right. you know what I mean? You got to, you know, you just, when you're ready, let's go. Right. And I'm not going to sit here. But I would, I would yeah. say, try it. Yeah. Try it. Absolutely. If you haven't tried yeah. it, try yeah. it. You know, do yeah. a class, do two classes, right. do three classes. I bought a 10 pack and then, you know, I've been kind of whittling it away because yeah. I'm busy and I'm trying to fit sure. it in. Um, but that's it, really great. Well, yeah. you know what? I appreciate you being on this conversation. Uh, again, I think that I'm, what, what I'm really trying to do is to put the pieces in place in people's mind. Mm -hmm. And people, there are a lot of things about the human body, about health that people don't really understand. And so, mm -hmm. CrossFit certainly has, has a presence in the world. It's a, it's a force to be reckoned with. And I think that people who are doing CrossFit mm -hmm. are having great results. Yeah. And for the number of injuries that I've seen, I've seen really amazing things happen, mm -hmm. even with my son and with other people. And so congratulations to yeah. you on, uh, on, on the growth of your, of, your, of your box. I think you have a couple different locations here. And uh, it's great. So we want to do one last thing before we finish off here. We're gonna we're, we want to do a short demonstration and okay. show people an example of what uh, what yeah. a CrossFit type of movement would mm -hmm. be. So can we do that right now? Yeah, we're good. Hey, Boomer! <laughs> all right. So uh, I bring people in. We all meet at the whiteboard first. We talk about this thing called the WAD, and the WAD represents or is an acronym for uh, workout of the day. And uh, today is going to be a 12-minute AMRAP. So what that means is. They're going to do, I'm going to give them a task, and just do that task as many times as you can in 12 minutes. At the 12 minute mark, I say time, and then we get a score of how many rounds and how many reps you did. All right, so in today's workout, we're going to do a weighted sit-up. All right, so what he's going to do for the range of motion, he's going to touch the ball behind his head, he's going to come on up and touch the ball between his legs. That'll be one rep. All right, and then from there, he's going to do 10 of those for today, for this film session, and then he's going to stand up and he's going to do a thing called a Curtis P. Okay, now a lot of people think 
that CrossFit, this is a CrossFit movement. Actually, everything we do in here is really, they're not really CrossFit movements. So we haven't really invented anything new. It's just a methodology of how we put everything together. But a Curtis P is he's going to do a power play. So he's going to bring those dumbbells to chest level in supportive position. He's going to lunge right, and then he'll lunge left, and then he'll press the push press the dumbbells overhead. That's one. He'll do five of those, all right? So he's going to do one round just so to show everybody what we're doing here today. He's going to do 10 sit-ups, and then he's going to do five Curtis P's, and he's going to do it as fast as he can. All right, every workout starts with three, two, one, go. We usually put some type of music on so people can kind of drown out their pain and sorrow, but uh, it's all good. Fabulous. All right, ready to go? All right, here we go. In three, two, one, go. You're not singing. No, you want me to uh, count them out for you too? There's three. Yeah, there's three. Usually everybody counts their own reps. Some people kind of lack the ability to count reps, but. Uh, <laughs> and it's good they have a little support in the lower back. Yeah, that's called an ab match. So it actually uh, gives you, uh, yeah, it helps you maintain that neutral spine. That's one of our biggest performance, the number one performance point in CrossFit is maintaining a neutral spine to protect the back. I think we need to both understand that. Well, that's a long rep. So think about it. that's four different movements to equal one rep. And so also, if people can't do it at this intensity, they go at their pace. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, so and you go at your pace. So what we can do is talk about the modifications of this workout right here. And one would be doing the ab mat sit-up without the ball. Okay, doing the Curtis P, everybody. Go. So we finished his rep. Time. We did one round in 45 seconds. But anyway, we talked about our modifications. Like I said, doing the ab mat without the ball. Okay, now when you're working with loads, the best way I can increase the intensity is increase the loads. Okay, well, for something that's very new or deep condition or something like that, you want to decrease the intensity. All right, so we just take smaller dumbbells. Boomer was using 35 pounds in each hand or 70 pounds for a beginner, and maybe a 10 pound dumbbell in each hand. Got it, okay? Excellent, very good. Well, thanks so much for, for listening here. If you're interested, please give CrossFit Charlotte a, a, a call, and uh, thanks for coming on the show. All right, awesome.